what's happening solarpreneurs today i'm excited to share with you an interview from one of my friends and early mentors his name is parker winder we're going to talk about how he helps people double their sales the limiting mindsets that sales reps can have and how that is holding us back and also i'm going to share a little bit of my story and how he personally helped me Start crushing it in solar sales. So sit back and enjoy this podcast. Look, in the solar business, there's really only two types of people. There's the ones that crush it, make six, seven, and eight figures, and then there's everyone else. The question is, which one will you be? Over the last four years, we've studied the sharpest solar sales and marketing professionals and how they build multi-million dollar incomes using only the best sales and marketing strategies. So how do these solarpreneurs do what they do and what makes them so successful? This podcast is your answer. Join us and thousands of sales pros, marketers, and entrepreneurs as we take the solar industry by storm and uncover what it takes to sell more solar with less effort. Welcome to the Solarpreneur Podcast. All right, we are here with the one, the only, Parker Winder. Parker, welcome to the show. Yo, what's up? Not too much, man. Thanks for being here. It is bright and early. It's uh, 6 a.m. San Diego where I'm at, so I apologize if my voice sounds like I just woke up, but we're going to try and wake up and get going for the day here. So, uh, Parker, can you tell us a little bit about what you do? What I do? Um, I help busy parents and spouses in business to be able to 2x their results across the board on their whole life within 90 days. Okay. And I'll tell my story with Parker. I met him, what, maybe about a year ago or so. And we got into the whole coaching side of things. For me, he was my sales coach. He uh, helped me basically double my sales from where I was at. And can't remember how I met him. Maybe it was online or something. But um, what ended up happening is I went into my annual sales competition with my solar company. I went as kind of the underdog. No one really expected me to go anywhere in it. And Parker ended up coaching me, helping me get my morning routines dialed in, helping me just change my mindset around a lot of things. And ended up going from the underdog to just taking the whole thing and Parker helped me win the trip to Hawaii and uh, all the prizes they're giving out. So thanks for helping me win that, Parker. Still owe you for that. Still owe him a trip to Hawaii, I guess. <laughs> no, dude, it was inspiring watching you do it, man. I could tell you were committed. When someone's committed and you can feel it and you can tell and you can see it and you can hear it, you can do a lot with that. You don't have to do much. True. You know what I mean? Just guide them a little and just kind of watch them go and you get as much energy back from them as you give them. It's the funnest thing ever. If you're selective enough about your customers, if you're selective enough about who you work with and your clients, whether that's solar customers or any type of customer client, if you're selective enough, then you can select only the type of clients where you get just as much value from the coaching interaction, from the relationship, and they pay you. So it's like you learn things, you find things, and you get paid to do it. It's like the, the best in the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and Parker actually has a podcast, uh, you know, kind of around, was it called Me Being Me? Yeah. Okay. 
And I remember one of the episodes you talk about where you were kind of maybe struggling for money yourself or something and you decided to not be as selective with your clients. And didn't you say in that podcast that just turned out to be a disaster, like your clients went nowhere? A disaster. Yeah. Terrible. Then they don't get results. Then they blame me. Then I feel that I'm pulling my hair out anxiety that I'm going into scarcity. And it's like this, it's the, it's the, it's the exact, see, that's the, that's the other side of that sword. (laughs) If you're selective enough about the clients and you come from the powerful perspective with it, powerful place with it. And then it's the most amazing thing ever. The only way to figure that out, I believe is to make so many mistakes on the other side (laughs) and learn. I mean, that's really all it is. Like, yeah, I I was in door to door sales six years. I had this transformation happen to me and it just changed my whole life and my whole world. And I just said, I'm going to help people do that. And I started coaching and I didn't know what I was doing. The skill sets around door-to-door sales are very different than the skill sets around transformation. So I didn't know what I was doing, but I just started doing it. I mean, how else are you going to do it? But just start doing it, start making mistakes and start learning and failing and failing forward. But, uh, but yes, yeah, you don't want to make that mistake. That's a tough one. That's a tough lesson to learn for sure. Yeah, definitely. Well, cool. So we're going to get into a couple of things here. Parker's going to help us out with our mindsets. But before we get into that, can you tell us real quick, Parker, why did you get into coaching or what was it that called you to coaching people? Dude, I am humbled and uh, fascinated by what happens and what can happen when two human beings, two or more minds come together with a definite purpose and they're committed to the same thing, a clarity of intention and and a clarity of commitment to the exact same thing and a shared vision, and they're both committed to it, the magic that happens where one plus one equals five and the clarity that can happen, I'm fascinated by it. I've been obsessed with and addicted to investing in myself for coaching for years. And when two people come together in that spirit of love and no judgment and we're going after the same thing, that is like the unleashing of like divine power. And so I stumbled onto it. I think I first fell in love with it when I went to Tony Robbins, actually back in like 2011. Okay. I started going to all his things, Date with Destiny. I went to that a bunch. I went to uh, Business Mastery, which, I mean, these things are so, these, you see things happen right there that just blow your mind and you can't be the same ever, never again. And so uh, I just saw this. I was like, I want to do that. I want to do that. And uh, so I just invested everything I had and I just went all in. I even ended up selling my house. I don't know if I told you. I don't know. If oh I my told. gosh. Yeah, I, I sold that. my house and paid a coach $50,000 because that was what, that was the skill set that was the missing piece for me that what I needed. And I could either go work and, you know, figure out how to make it. Or I could just be like, who cares about the house? I can go buy another house. Who cares about the <laughs> yeah. truck? I can go buy another truck. It's not about the yeah. money. I don't care about the money. I'm all in. And, uh, when someone reaches that point and then they find the right partner person to partner up with, watch out, dude, fire, like fast explosion yeah. in results, like very, very quick. And, uh, gets me every time. I just love it. So, wow. Yeah, talk about commitment. And did you feel like it paid off selling your house? Did you 
did you make a return on that payoff? Not only have I, of course, not only have I made the return on it, but it's going to be paying off for the rest of my life. The things that, that happened inside of that year of mentorship with that particular coach, well, I'll never, it'll, it'll, I'll never stop getting a return on it for the rest of my life cool. and in business as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, the commitment. And that's one thing I learned from Parker is getting rid of that scarcity mindset, something we all have. When I paid Parker to coach me, I didn't, I mean, I wasn't doing that well. I didn't have a lot of money either. So it was a pretty big commitment. I didn't have to sell my, well, I didn't have a house, but didn't have to sell cars or anything to do it. But he taught me that you got to have that commitment. You got to be, get rid of that mindset around money. And so let's talk about that. How do you take a rep that's struggling? Um, in this, in this case, we're talking about solar cells. So what do you think it was that took, and I know you've had a lot of experiences, but taking reps from struggling, not getting cells to turning it around and getting them cells. Do you think it's mindset or what is it that's holding reps back most of the time? And your of course, experience? It's, like, it's always mindset. It's like 80% mindset. And of course the other 20% is there are necessary required actions that you have to take period. But the problem is knowing what to do and doing what you know are two different things. And many times people know what to do. They're just not doing it. And the reason why they're not doing it is because they're not being who they need to be in order to do it. They're just really not mentally strong enough. And so it's called an inner stance. It's where they're coming from. It's who they're being. It's who you're being right now. That's having you do everything you're doing and not do everything you're not doing and say everything you're saying and not say everything you're not saying and listen how you listen. The way you hear someone, the way you listen to someone has to do with who you're being, where you're coming from in your listening of them. And that's the most powerful thing in sales. If you can get completely over on their side and see it how they actually see it, you'd be doing and saying the same things they're doing and saying because their behavior is correlated with how they see it. So it's a willingness to get our own, our own perspective out of the way, get over on their side, see it from there, and then all of a sudden sales become just simple. They have a problem that's costing them this much, you can solve it for this much, do they wanna solve it, yes or no? Once they see it how you see it, they're gonna buy it. But they're not gonna see it how you see it till you see it how they see it. And that has to do with getting stuff out of the way in your own, in your own um, perspective, in your own view. And so what I go to work on someone is to identify and distinguish what is it that keeping you from seeing it the way that they're seeing it? What is that? Get aware of it and then drop it. And as you drop it and you get it out of the way, sales become simple because it's just influence human to human. You know, it's just caring more about their view than your own. So it's like love caring more about their, so sales is where love, and self-respect intersect. Sales is the intersection of love and also self-honor and self-respect. That that point right there in the middle is what sales is. Yeah, true. And yeah, that was huge for me when I first <clears throat> got with Parker. I thought he was going to just share with me a bunch of sales secrets, sales techniques, and all these kinds. Right, of This is how you close someone. Say this. Yeah. This is how you deal with an objection. Say that. I've got fifty DVDs. You can go through all of this whole entire university and memorize every single one of these and drill these into your head for the next five years. And once you've got them all in there, 
you're going to be a, a master of sales. Yeah, exactly. One methodology and it's totally, yeah, totally yeah. different methodology, totally different technology. Yeah. Yeah, but what you taught me and what I think I realized is that there's a deeper problem than that if you don't have the mindset part figured out and that inner stance like you're talking about, then no matter how many closes you know, no matter how deep you have the sell stuff dialed in, you're still going to struggle because I knew. I mean, I'd read all the Grant Cardone books. I was doing all Grant Cardone's thing, but I was like, why is this stuff not helping me? I know all these closes, but I'm not. my sell skills aren't improving. So I, once I got going with Parker and I started uh, learning that inner stance stuff and you taught me the meditations and <clears throat> the visual. It's not like Grant Cardone is like the best sales trainer in the world right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, he's like, it's like universally agreed. Like he's, he's hot right now. Uh, and it's not like the stuff that I would teach you is like any better than his. It kind of sounded like you were saying it's just the, what we did is the stuff that Grant would do with you if he was sitting down with you. Yeah. you know, it's the, it's the really, it's like, it's not so much about adding information. It's about distinguishing what's in your way so that you can let it go and drop it. And then all of a sudden you realize, Oh, I, I actually had a better close uh, with that customer. And I didn't, I wasn't taught it from anybody. It just is what became present in the conversation because I was present with the person yeah. with the person. So pre can you hear that? <laughs> I actually don't hear that. Okay. Without well, the kids, Parker's got what, what, 20 kids in there? Yeah, I've got five little ones. <laughs> five kids. Um, they're like, they're, they're having fun with some Lego. But no, it's uh, when you're present with the person, you don't need anything. You don't need any of that stuff. If they're a good fit, then let's work together. If they're not a good fit, I probably won't even make them an offer. I'll just serve them and help them right now. Yeah. And that's that. I mean. Yeah. And I remember one time when I was learning that, my mindset was that I could never close a deal of someone that I just met. I remember I was in my competition, and the only way I was going to have a chance of winning is if I closed someone the first time I met them. And usually we'd go and set an appointment with them, go back a day or two later. But then I'm like, well, Parker's teaching me all this mindset stuff. What if, what if it's just my mind holding me back that I can't close these people? And I ended up going out on the doors, knocking a door, and then sat with this guy and just was present. And just like Parker said, just put myself in customer's shoes and just got in my mind that it was possible. And I ended up closing this guy. Um, and he was pretty much what tipped me over the edge to win. But yeah, if I hadn't had that mindset and got that personal stance like you're talking about, then then no way would I have closed that guy. So yeah, I think if that it's, guy would have felt that you were there just to close him so you could win your trip, it wouldn't have worked. You did have the motivation to close him if it was what was right for him and to win your trip if it was what it was right for you. But the bigger purpose in that conversation, and the guy had to have felt it is you were actually committed to solving that problem. He, he was probably overpaying for his electricity. He probably wanted solar, but he probably just needed someone to help him through the process who he trusted, who he felt right with, and who could close him, and who yeah. would close him. And uh, you, did, you did that. You created that. I don't even know what you said to close him. It wasn't about what you said. It was about who you were being with him. And, of course, you did say things. 
You probably yeah. can't even remember. I know in some of my best clothes, clothes people be like, what, how did you do that? And I'm like, I don't remember. And a lot of times, like, it'd be like, how did you close that person? I'm like, what do you mean? They were easy. They wanted it. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, it's just how, how you see them. Yeah. Then you can create somebody the way that you want them to be without their permission. I remember I was having this really hard problem with my mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. And I went to that mentor, that coach. I'm like describing the problem. She's like this and she judges me and she hates me. And she, that, 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 that. I was like just talking about all these problems I was having with her. Mm-hmm. And the main thing I remember I got from that conversation was he said, he was like, she doesn't need your permission to be great. I'm like, what do you mean? She's not great. She's not being great at all. It's like, <laughs> does she need your permission to be great? And then I realized like about a month later, what he was meaning was, I can create that she's perfect and great regardless of whatever's happening over there. Like I'm coming from, she's great. Like a Mm -hmm. commitment, like I'm committed that she's great regardless of what's happening over there. So if she does something that most people might say is not great, let's say she yelled at me and said, you're an idiot or something like that. Mm -hmm. I I could see it as if she's trying to help me. I mean, tell me, you know? Yeah. Like, let's look maybe i am hmm. maybe i am an idiot in that thing yeah and then i so go you know yeah so or maybe how, i'm not but let's look you know let's look yeah. and see. i've never found it very effective to tell someone you're an idiot it's usually the behavior that's idiotic right not the person that's an idiot however but i'm and so that's just that's how it is in sales. That's how it is in marriage. That's how it is. When I say across the board to double results, it doesn't have to be just solar sales, although it definitely will be in solar sales, but it's people typically have kids. They have spouses. They've got, they've got a body too. How you see your body affects how you'll behave with the, uh, the way that you see it or the way that it occurs to us correlates with our behavior and our performance. That's the biggest thing, the way it shows up to us. And so if sugar shows up to us as really something we just can't let go of or like uh, being lazy and sleeping in and not working out and stuff like that, if that shows up to us as really attractive, really fun, really easy, a better way to live, then it's going to be pretty hard to get that person to get up at 430 and go do their workout. But if they genuinely saw their workout as, I love pain, my body loves discipline and my body loves the, the burn of that. I love that. If they genuinely saw it like that, you wouldn't have to set their alarm. You wouldn't have to pour water on them to get them out of bed. They would pop out of bed because the way it occurs to them correlates or is in a dance with our performance, their performance. Yeah. And uh, that's the access to higher performance is our perspective, our view. So then how the question becomes, how do we change how it occurs to us to make it powerful? And the key is language. But anyway, we can get into that later. Yeah, that's huge. And I remember one of the things you had me do is, um, like I said before, I thought it would be just focused on sales, but you had me focusing on the health portion of it. You had me do this whole point tracking system where I was tracking if I was exercising, if I was doing my morning routines. I was meditating. When somebody, 
when someone takes the four fabric, you know, the four threads that make up the fabric of our lives and they weave them together powerfully. So they have a powerful relationship with each other. They raise each other by, by raising together. It, it, they, they all raise, when you pull one up, they all lift up if they're woven together powerfully. And so a lot of times they're not, they're in our mind, they're at, they're in a competition with each other. If I get this, then I lose this. Yeah. And so it's a matter of shifting all those things to where they're aligned powerfully together. And then boom, they all raise up together and it's easier to go up together. Yeah. You mix the spiritual component in because you realize, Oh, the universe actually wants me to make twice as much money. (laughs) Yeah. It's not working against me. Yeah. It's not an uphill climb. You mean to tell me it's a downhill sprint. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. When it occurs as we're going to run a race and I get to run downhill, mm-hmm. how, how, I mean, how, how, uh, how much more likely am I to be excited to, to, to run that race and play that game? Because I already know I won. Yeah. So. Um, it's not about me, but like you, same thing. Like, you know, it's so fun to go into a sales conversation when you already know you got it. Yeah. It's so fun to challenge your uncle to play um, Halo when you already know you're gonna, you already know you're gonna annihilate him. <laughs> yeah. And the opposite's also true, because I could tell you from experience, it is not fun at all to play Halo with my nephew. He'll be like, <laughs> Parker, you wanna play Halo? Like, yeah, so you can kill me in five seconds? No, it doesn't sound fun at all, right? Yeah. So we don't wanna play a game we know we're gonna lose. Yeah. But the way, whether or not you're going to lose it or win it happened in the commitment way before the game was ever played. Like, and so you kind of, deep inside, you kind of know you're going to lose or win. You know your, your commitment and feel it. Yeah. For sure. So, Parker, let's so, kind of know, I know we don't have a ton of time here. So let's kind of get into, real quick, some of the scarcity mindsets that people have around sales. I know we were just talking before we hit record. Um, but in your experience, what are some of these scarcity mindsets? What's typically holding a salesperson back? Um, well, are you talking about the three that we had talked about? There's the scarcity mindset around I mean, the, that so many people have. It's like the scarcity mindset around what was it? First one, education. Yeah. Do you want to, I mean, do you want to share a little more about your yeah, I get to see it. I mean, I, I was the same way. I was brought, I was born and raised, and then we were taught to go to college and and get a safe degree so you can get a safe nine to five job and get a four hundred one k and you know just live that life so you can pay your bills for the your whole life. You'll be able to pay your bills for your whole life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's been many times. That's one we we're talking about. Um, I mean, yeah, especially growing up in Utah and you know, the places we grew up, my parents, I'm sure your parents, the same, they push super hard, the education, got to go to school, got to get the degree. And I'm out here doing California, doing the sales thing, trying to build up businesses, stuff like that. And yeah, it's scary, but, um, I think it's a huge thing that can hold people back too. I've been out here almost three years now in California and, um, yeah, not focusing on that. So trust me, I've been 
I've been in the doghouse with my mom many times. Hope if she listens to this, she's probably going to be mad at me for for uh, talking about it. She's going to say, "Get back to school. And don't be <laughs> don't be trying to tell people to drop out of school and that." But yeah, when we when we're focusing on that, I think what we're talking about is that hold sells people back if they're all they're thinking about is they need to go back to school and things like that. I think it's putting their mind in two different places. Is that what you've seen with salespeople too? Yeah. I mean, it's just a, there's just a certain percentage of people who, what they are designed to do, what they want to do. Isn't uh, it's not, it doesn't require that kind of education. It's a different education. And it's, it's more that entrepreneurial type person. And if someone has that bug and then they don't, follow it it's just going to keep itching and itching their whole life until they finally eventually regret having wasted a bunch of time and they're just going to go all in on their business grow something their own thing yeah 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 i think it's about it to each their own you know yeah i dropped out of i dropped out of college and got all kinds of flack in my family and you know and then there's certain sometimes where they're like, see Parker, we told you so. We told you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, it's like, what are you gonna do? I mean <laughs> I know. Just gotta keep going. But look at you now, you're loaded. Now you're living the high life, got your own piano. Super successful, right? <laughs> Oh, dude, I, you know I'm loaded if I have my own piano. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. Dude, I would not call myself loaded, but I do have a very cool. I do have a business. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah. That's like the gift I got for myself like 10 years ago. That was back yeah. when I had more money than cents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you want to hear this guy jam out on the piano and all that, you need to follow him on his podcast because he'll teach you some skills. Definitely a good thing to go and do. Well, cool. So the education's one thing. Um, the other thing that we were talking about, and I think is a huge one, is just being afraid to spend the money. You talked about the Tony Robbins stuff. You talked about selling your your house and all that to do it. So what is it that happens when people go from not being able to afford something to putting everything on the line to being able to do these things? What is it that happens in the mind, and why is that important, do you think, that you've seen? They, they uncover the thing that just that they know they have to do. They go all in and they reach a point where they say, all right, who I've been up until now has been great. And yet I'm willing to let that version of me die. I'm willing to change whatever I have to change. I'm willing to be whoever I need to be. I'm willing to do whatever it takes to have that outcome happen. That's a must. I'm just going to decide that. I go that's just that's just happening it's nothing more intense it doesn't have to be any more intense than when you're at the you're at the restaurant you got your menu and they say what can I get for you sir and you're like hmm and you're looking across the thing you're like looking across you're like that right there that's what I'm gonna have and then it's when it's in your head it doesn't do anything until you say it and you say all right, yes, uh, I'm going to go with that one. And she goes, okay, do you want this with it? And you're like, no. She's like, okay, do you want it like this? Like, yes. Like, okay. She writes it down and it's done. The decision's done. You close the thing and you're in, you know, it's done. You made a decision and that's what you're doing. And you 
spoke it and you are now it's happening like it's literally happening in the world <laughs> we do it every day we make yeah. decisions and choices about how we're going to have it yeah and what's super cool i mean when i started doing the coaching with you when we first started having the conversations parker's really good at making people just want it really bad and making sure they're super committed before you even consider coaching them I think and I remember when I was first talking to you you're like <clears throat> you're like dude I don't think you have what it takes I don't think you're gonna be committed enough to do this and I was like what what are you talking about I'm gonna be super committed and you're like no I don't think you are because you could see that I was hesitant to maybe spend the money or maybe wasn't going to be as committed as I needed to be. So you were making it really hard for me to even <laughs> be considered um, for you to be my coach. So that's something I think you're really good at. And like you said, if you take a client that's not as committed, then they're not going to get the results. I'm sure half is what you do is just getting them to that level. where dude, they're that's 80% of it. Bro, that's 80% of it. Listen to this, dude. I was like, literally, I was selling and I was like in the top 20%, okay? Like I would sell like a hundred and like a hundred alarms a, a summer. Mm -hmm. Not great. I was reading all the sales books. I was reading all the grand cards. I was reading everything, but I just couldn't get past that point. And then I had this thing happen where I literally was like faced a crossroad where I'm like, I'm either going to get, I'm so depressed. I hate what I'm doing. I just, it sucks. Every year my energy goes down. I'm doing it more and more for the money. I'm feeling more and more broke. I'm just struggling. And I was like, I'm either going to quit or I'm going to go all in. And if I go all in, I know I'm not with the right guys. I need, I need to be with those guys right there. But those guys right there weren't trying to recruit me. They weren't the guys. They were just living in full integrity and authenticity of their message, their stance so well. They were attracting really high quality dudes. And they were like, we're not paying you a signing bonus. These guys paid me 50 grand to go sell with their team. And I just took it because I was wanting the comfort scarcity mindset. I was depressed. I hated everything about it. I gave them 50 grand back oh. and switched over to these guys for free because it was for not about money. It was not about comfort. It was about the higher purpose, the version of me I wanted to be and that I was committed to being. I had a meeting with the dude. I, I got clear. I knew that's, I'm committed. I'm going to learn from you. I'm going to sell the way you sell. I don't want to sell the way I've been trying to sell where you manipulate them into doing what you want. I want to sell the way you sell presence listening simple just i mean it's like so simple to sell when you're selling like that it's not even selling it's more just assisting them to buy whatever they'd like to buy if they if they really do want to buy a solution to their problem they might not it depends what is the exact problem let's let's really listen like a real doctor listens like a real professional listens you know yeah. Um, a, a doctor, he, 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 he observes what's going on, but sometimes he, he's got to get, he's got to have you take your shirt off so he can just see the skin. Sometimes he goes beneath the skin. He's diagnosing like an expert to see exactly what we're dealing with here. And, uh, that's how this guy sold. He wasn't selling by talking. I was selling myself by talking and he was listening and I'm like, okay, that you're a Jedi. There's a few Jedis in the world. You're a Jedi and I'm going to learn from you no matter what it takes. And he's like, Parker, I don't think you're committed enough because you'd have to give back the 50 grand before you come over here with us. And I'm like, I know. And he's like, do you have it? And I'm like, no. 
I didn't even have it. <laughs> I didn't even have it. So he's uh, like, so maybe we'll see you next year. I mean, we'll see. You. I mean, just, just do your best. Do, do, we'll see you later. And he left. And yeah. I'm like, no, I know what I want. And I had to sell my truck. I had to sell my bike. And, and I was always, I, who cares about the truck? Who cares about the bike? I'll just buy another one. And I did, dude. I went and I tripled, I tripled my sales, just shy of tripled my sales that year, quadrupled my income. It wasn't even about the money. I had all these guys wanting to come with me. And, uh, and they were all happy. That's the coolest thing. At the end, we were all just so happy, but it wasn't about the money. We went and donated a bunch of our time and gave a bunch of our money anyway. So wow. hold on just one second here. Okay. I, got, I have a little visitor here. You're good. I keep control of those little rascals there. Do you want a two-year-old? <laughs> I mean, maybe in a couple of years, but... Dude, it was a shift, a complete shift for me. Everything got easier. Yeah. I didn't learn any more sales tactics, but people just wanted to buy. I believed in myself. I believed in what I was doing because I sacrificed and I put money out of my number one priority and put a higher purpose in the priority. Yeah. Got aligned with it, with money. I got financially in alignment with it. And I was like almost overnight, bro, I'm not kidding you. Almost overnight, it was, I was a different person. I had shifted to a different stance. I was vibrating different. I could feel it. I could sense it. And I just told my story and people wanted to join. It was the coolest thing. And I wouldn't have ever known about that being even possible had I not experienced it. Yeah. It was like I stumbled on it by accident and I was like, what was that? I looked over that year and it was like everything, everything changed. And I just said, I'm going to help people with that right there. And yeah, of course, if I, I figured if I could get them just to the point of getting all in like I was, if I can just get them there. I've already won 80% of the games won. The other 20% is just the mechanics. They probably already had the mechanics. I don't have to do hardly anything with that. It's just getting them to there. And uh, so getting them to yeah. that all in state when then they move into alignment. So when you pay a coach or you invest in yourself through somebody, as long as they're a clear conduit and a pure conduit for that, you're using them to invest in yourself, to move yourself into alignment with, I don't know, the universal laws. Okay. Yeah. I, I do know the universal laws of money value. And uh, when you do that and you're in sales, you're basically becoming what you're at. You're doing the thing that you're asking these other people to do. Make a decision today to solve this problem and get a result that's worth five times what you're going to invest with it. You know, invest for it. Yeah. It's going to be a win-win. If it ain't going to be a huge win-win, we're done right now. We're, no deal. That's complete abundance mindset. And that's what they're buying. They're buying who you're being. They're paying you for who you're being. So if you have a job, where people are paying you in sales or leadership, they're paying you for who you're being. Are you aware of who you're being? Who are you being? You know, who are you committed to being? And yeah. that's going to happen in declaration, like your word. And then it's going to happen in with integrity. Those two things. You say it, say who you're going to be, say what you're going to do, and then follow through. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think we can go on and on about that. But yeah, it's true. I mean, I was afraid to invest in myself and so many reps that are struggling, even those that maybe aren't struggling, they're afraid to, I think, invest in themselves to go to get a coach, to go to courses. And these are just things that can really be a game changer and bring about a new level of commitment, especially when it is that type of commitment where you have to sell a car, where you have to put it all out on the line, because that's like burning the bridges. And there's no going back from that. So it's like you got to make it work or or that's just money down the drain. Just, um, yeah, it's not good, not good stuff going on. So cool. I know we're uh, uh, about out of time here, Parker. But last thing I wanted to kind of hear from you is just about the importance of like social media. And that's especially what we're doing with this podcast is just trying to bring about the new generation of solar cells people. They can close, they can get leads online, they can get leads through funnels, and that know all these different ways of lead generation, that know how to close and know how to master the mindset piece of it. So how is social media and why is, why is it important? I know it's been huge in your business, but what, what do you uh, teach people of that and why, why is that important for people you work with? Like, if it's not obvious by now, it's obvious by now. Stop being a content consumer. Look, there's content consumers and there's content creators. And the money flows in a certain direction. Right? It flows towards the content creators. And we're all a little bit addicted to consuming certain things. Fine. Be aware of that you want to probably limit that as much as possible and maximize the creation side, like what you're doing right now, your podcast. Yeah. Take your social media serious, choose your platforms, get a clear message, get a clear offer, get a clear like front end, you know, landing page to put in your bio and have it be uniform across all the platforms and start creating content just a little bit every day across all of them and commit, like go all in and do that. They're not doing that. That's what people aren't doing. They're afraid to do it or they're just reluctant or they're procrastinating taking the plunge and they think they're going to be like successful as a, in business or branding without that. And they're not. You're not going to be successful without that. I mean, you're stupid. You're going to keep, well, you could, I suppose, but why? Why? You're going to work way harder, way longer. You're going to be like, yeah, like, do you want to keep, how long do you want to keep knocking doors? Or do you want to take this powerful technology be on the cutting edge of it, use it and let it work for you because it will for free. That's if you don't even put ads behind it, which you should probably learn how to convert, you know, advertising dollars into profit as well, you know, but, um, but I mean, why not? Why not capital? I mean, we live in the funnest age ever. Just commit and go all in and learn the, learn the, to the marketing and learn this, how to do the social media. It's like, I mean, that seems like obvious. Yeah. And if you, that, that can be huge in solar. I know lots of guys that are getting more referrals through so- social media. Yeah. They're getting way more customers calling them. And it's just making way things, things way easier by posting and by, like you said, being that content creator. So it's putting you ahead. I think once you can learn to teach it to other people and be the authority, people are going to come to you instead of the other way around, instead of having to knock more doors, instead of having to ask for more referrals. So I want to ask you about your social media. I mean, you have your podcast, you have stuff you're doing. Have you been seeing 
more business and a lot more uh, upside because of it since you've been doing your social media? And I, dude, I have been like fascinated by it and a student of it for like six years now. I mean, I just started, I just started, I just started my coaching practice just out of the blue. Like in, back in 2012, I just said, all right, I'll just be a coach and I'll just do this. Yeah. And I just, like took a course and it was like 10 grand. And it was like, I learned in that course that I know nothing about it, <laughs> you know? And so I just took another one and another, I just like buy all these, all these courses. And, uh, it's, I mean, when my business hasn't worked powerfully, it's been because I don't have a powerful lead, uh, source, you know, I don't have a powerful funnel working for me. And when it has worked really well, it's, that's a big, that's a big reason why, um, of course you got to get the results for the clients. You get the results for the clients. You pretty much like if your clients and your customers are happy, really, really happy. And you can just capture those stories and, and, and spread that story and that message around and help other people get through the decision based on what, your happy clients are, are doing, there's your funnel, dude. It's not that hard, you know? Yeah. There's your funnel. I guess you could say it's a funnel, like, but you got to capture their, you want to have a way to capture their email and, and start dripping that, that content to them. But if you could do it in a, yeah, I mean, what's your question exactly? <laughs> like how has it helped your business when, oh, since how, you've started it doing helping? it? Yeah. Have you seen the upside? Have you seen it generate oh, more leads, generate more referrals? Dude, for my, I mean, in coaching, for that's, my, that's gotta be huge, right? My funnel is like, people will see me wherever they see me. They'll go to the social media. They'll go to the main web page, the website, which is like an outcome based result based name, which is like yours. Yeah. Great name. Um, they'll capture their email. They'll go through a sequence. They'll go through a webinar and then they'll come and they'll end up in a conversation with me. And that'll be like a high ticket offer potentially for a high ticket offer right on that first one. Yeah. Uh, and that's what works for me. That's the way I like it. And yeah, it's fun. It's changed my life. I love it. I'll do it for the rest of my life. I'll just keep trying to make it better and better and better and more and more leveraged and more and more valuable. And it's like a fun thing to build. I feel like it's like click funnels and stuff. It's like giving you a big old set of Legos and saying, here, build whatever you want. So you build this one thing and then you're like, that's pretty cool. What if we added this whole thing, this whole apparatus over here? Yeah. And that's, it's kind of like building Lego, building with Legos, you know? Like, yeah. And then it pays you because you uh, are getting customers through that process more, you know, more, more better basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. More that's people been... through it, pre-frame more powerfully. You've dealt with their objections before they've talked to you better and better so that when you get on the phone with them, you're just having to hit the ball just not very far. Yeah. And that's the goal. Yeah. And that's been huge, especially in the solar game. I realized that it can be a game changer just launching a funnel. And then, like you said, having your webinar, having all these pre-fame things that as they go through that, they're going to come to you way more solid. Been a game changer because I was just knocking doors for years and years but when i figured this out and parker helped me figure it out just doing the consistent posting still working on that but uh i'll need to improve on that but yeah just doing the consistent posting launching the funnel using this technology and i think that's a lot of things is 
that holds people back is procrastinating on the technology. But as I realized to learn, as I realized I needed to start doing that and just get going on something, I had Click, click Funnels for probably six months before I even tried building a funnel with it. So yeah, it's like just having that technology and then just taking the action to move forward with it and then figuring things out as you go. And I think that's been huge for both of us. There's uh, there's the losers that are focused on perfecting their plans. And then there's the winners that are just focused on taking imperfect action. True. Yes, that's been huge. Well, cool, Parker. I know... Uh, I know uh, we're about out of time here. I know you got kids calling your name and everything. So uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and wrap this up. But yeah, one piece of parting advice that you'd have for the solar industry, what would it be? There are, I mean, there are two types of solar reps. There are, and really all, all solar reps, just like all people, are creators. We're all creating everything. And there's really only two types of solar reps and two types of people. Two types of sales reps, two types of business people, two types of solar reps, two types of people. There's the conscious, there's the ones that are creating it consciously, and there's the ones that are creating it unconsciously. And there's only two types of ways and things that they create. And that would be things that are powerful and things that are not powerful. That's awesome. So, so be the one that creates the powerful stuff. I like that. It's a lot easier to create the powerful, the, the powerful stuff, you know, the powerful things. And when I say things, it's like your own perspective is, can be qualified in that your own self how you create other people um like what does that sound weird to say create other people but i can create you yeah. i create you wherever i go yeah i create everybody however however they are and so um it's a lot easier to create them powerfully when you're doing it consciously see i could tell you the truth right now my wife she is she loves sex she really does. And she's the sweetest, most like generous person and talented and amazing person in the world. Yeah. I'm committed to that. Like that's where I'm coming from with my wife. There you go. Like there's no arguing about it. I'm just grateful that I get to be her husband because that's who she is for me. Yeah. And just like a solar customer. Oh, I'm so grateful. I love talking to people who say it's important to to, yeah. uh, to to get with the times and to move forward with the with the technology, I love that. Tell me more. Yeah, you know that kind of stuff. I love that. So yeah, cool. And so Parker, where can people find more about you? More out about you? Can you tell them a little bit about your podcast and how they can connect with you on social media and all that? Parker Winder on social media. The podcast. I'm actually changing the name now okay. to, to actually get even more like even tighter with, with the message and, and the niche. And that is twice as good in 90. That's what I do. We're going to help twice you go twice as good across the board in 90. So you can go twice as good in 90.com or just find me on the social media. And then, you know, it'll, you can go through there. 
okay go through, go through the little funnel or whatever what i would actually offer to anyone listening would would be a clarity call my advice would be get clear on what you're creating and create consciously what would empower you and here's the gift and the promise that i'll make you like an invitation and it would be just reach out to me and i'll give you 30 minutes where will allow you to experience what we're talking about and get you to see something that you're not currently seeing uh, about what's possible and where you could be just, just in a very short time. 90 days is so fast, you know? Yeah. So Awesome. Well, appreciate you being on the podcast. We're going to post in the notes, the show notes, how they can find more about you and about your podcast. So as always, Parker, Parker changed my life. He helped me double my sales. And not only that, he helped me in. I mean, my relationships, my uh, mindsets, all the above. So I would definitely recommend connecting with Parker. He can help you with that. Um, But I think that will be a wrap for today. I know we could go on about 50 other topics. And I know you have a lot of wisdom to share, but we'll let you get back to your kids. And I appreciate you being on the show, Parker. All right. Thanks for having me, man. It's a cool podcast, a cool, uh, cool thing that you're starting. And and it's going to help a lot of people and you're, you're going to do really well with it because they, they need it and they're realizing or they're waking up and realizing that they need it. And, uh, so anyway, cool. Awesome. Appreciate it. Thanks Parker. Peace. Wow. What another amazing episode of the solarpreneur podcast. Now, before we take off here, do us a favor and go leave an honest review on your platform of choice or wherever you're listening to this podcast. It helps us get the word out about the solarpreneur movement and impact more entrepreneurs, sales professionals, and marketers just like you. And hey, don't forget to head over to Facebook and join the Solarpreneur group for more daily content that's going to impact you and help you take your sales game to the next level. See you guys in the next episode.